welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member, where I chat to Disney cast members from all walks of life and, of course, all walks of magic. For today's episode, I'll be chatting with the wonderful Ali, who sprinkled her pixie dust at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Hi, Ali. Hi. I'm so glad ex- to be here. I'm super excited because you're actually another state's cast member. So that's really exciting for us. We haven't had too many of those on. So tell us whereabouts you are in the States um, and how you are, I guess, is a good start. Yeah, absolutely. Well, right now I live in Colorado. Um, it's super cold, not loving the cold, but you know, I'm doing well, trying my best to like get through this pandemic and make yeah. the most of it, get the most magic in my days possible. But That's yeah. That's what we want to hear. So let's get yeah. started. We haven't got too much time in this podcast. So I say let's get cracking and talk about some magic. All right. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Um, so first question I ask everyone, Ali, what was your inspiration for applying to your, su- it was a summer program you did, right? It was, it was a six monther. It was like okay. February to August. Cool. So tell us yeah. about um, the process to getting for that and the inspiration for applying. Absolutely. Well, I've been a massive Disney fan pretty much since birth, like a lot of us cast member type people. But um, yeah, my family's really into Disney. And I remember finding out about the Disney College program in fifth grade. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing that, like hands down. (laughs) I didn't know like what kind of career I wanted or what college to go to or anything like that. But that was like in my mind, the goal. Yeah, absolutely. And there's like 10 Um, years in between like being able to go on the college program. Yeah, yeah, literally. So I was like, like applying for colleges and I was like making sure that I could do the program through that college. Like that was such an important thing for me to do. Um, so I applied one time and I didn't get in that one time, but that was kind of like, a. I wasn't really, it was my freshman year of college. I wasn't really ready. It was yeah. towards the end of the application process, but I was like wanting to do it so bad that I was like, I'm just going to like randomly throw something in, see what happens. So I didn't yeah. get that, but I wasn't that disappointed. Cause I was like, that's okay. Yeah. Probably for the best. Wasn't ready anyway. So then the next year, um, I decided the summer before I applied, I was going to work at a theme park to really up my chances of getting in. So I'm from Washington State, um, and I drove to Idaho, the state right next to it, every single day, like over an hour drive to the theme park for a whole summer so that I could get the experience, work on roller coasters, like really. What What was the commute like on that? Um, so it was like hour and 15 minutes there and back. Um, and even like, it was like 12 hour days and I'd be like, no, I don't That is commitment. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I would start going downhill, but then I'd be like, okay, I got this. Every seatbelt I check is one step closer to Disney. I'd be like telling myself that like the whole day. Oh man. But, um, yeah, then I played the second time and, and got in and I was like so happy like gonna... the moment I've been waiting for do you remember that moment do you remember where you were when you got the when you got that email saying you're going to be going through yeah I was uh I was walking to class and I was like about to walk into my like statistics class here we go like <laughs> but I was like checking my email like over and over again like everyone does you know like, yeah. refresh refresh, I refresh. Lost, I'm pretty sure I must have lost the fingerprint on my finger for the amount of time <laughs> I my emails when I was on that when I was waiting for it honestly so I remember like finally seeing it and literally like falling into the wall of the building and I was with my friend and I was like I couldn't even talk because I was like so shocked and then I was just like 
I got in, can't go to class, gotta go. And then I just like ran and I was like right in front of the, the doorway to my classroom, but I was like, bye. And then I just remember being outside and like calling my mom and like bawling and then just spending the rest of the day, just like calling everyone I could think of and just like screaming about it. That is, I, it's, it's, it's very similar for everyone. I think when it comes to that feeling of excitement and that adrenaline that you get when you get that email, like it's, it, there's a f- very few other things I think that could match that feeling. Honestly. <laughs> maybe, maybe having your first child or something, but I'm like. <laughs> something like that. that. Maybe getting married. But, yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> um, but, so you, I'm, I'm guessing because you worked at a theme park and it sounds like you worked on attractions in the theme park you're working on over the summer. Did you mm-hmm. want to work in attractions? Was that your aim uh, for coming on the program? Yeah, I was like attractions, character attendant. Oh, I don't even remember what my other one was, but those were like my top two probably. Yeah. Um, and I also like threw some other ones out there at the beginning because I was like, I just want to get in. So I was like yeah. lifeguard, custodian, like housekeeping, like everything <laughs> that I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I could tell like in the phone interview that since I had that attractions thing, they pretty much only talked about attractions. So I was like probably going to go to attractions which is Amazing. cool with me so uh yeah. we won't we won't reveal what attraction you you're working on yet because i know everyone's gonna be super excited about this because i am i'm like oh my god i can't hear <laughs> about it but um was there like a park or an attraction that you had in mind like what like a dream attraction that you could have worked on oh man i really like the idea of festival of the lion king because okay. that's like my favorite show but I was like, I don't know if they're going to put me there, if they're kind of going with the like high intensity. Because I worked on pretty much only roller coasters right. for the other theme park that I worked yeah. at. Um, but then I was like, Space Mountain would be really cool. Um, I don't know. I was kind of open to it. My main thing was I heard that um, like parking was part of attractions. And like no offense to all the beautiful parking cast members out there that do an awesome job but I just like was like anything but the parking lot I just want to be in a park so bad that's you know so would you find out that you had attractions before the actual attraction you're going to be working on yeah you don't actually find out like you don't even find out what park you're in until like I don't know maybe like a month couple weeks before and then you like start the training of like you at least know the park but you don't even know if you're in the park like I was like okay I know I'm Animal Kingdom but I might be in the parking lot I didn't find out (laughs) yeah right (laughs) I didn't find out until like a couple days into training like past traditions and everything so yeah And, and then even at that point you just find out like what area of the park not even the specific until you're like there that like is, getting your costume that would be so nerve-wracking like yeah it definitely like, was tell me but um come on tell us what uh attractions you worked on um Ali because it's pretty cool yeah so I was at Expedition Everest and Rivers of Light the night show that no longer exists but you know holds a special place in my heart of course of course so <laughs> yeah. let's let's um start with Rivers of Light um about your time on that attraction because we've had a couple of Rivers of Light um cast on some before so it'd be interesting to hear your take on it and then we'll jump yeah. into Everest um yeah so Rivers of Light when I found out so I actually started at Everest and I was like only at Everest for a couple of months and then they ended up moving me also to Rivers of Light so then it was a back and forth at that point yeah um but Rivers of Light was awesome before I worked there I had only seen the show once and to be honest I wasn't a massive fan there's a lot of people that kind of 
don't like Rivers of Light. Which Why do you is think like, that is? Why do you think it just didn't have as good a rap as the other as the other nighttime shows? Honestly, I think it's just because of like comparing to the other shows. Like the other shows are so phenomenal. Like you have yeah. Fantasmic and Happily Ever After that you're like, how can you beat those a little bit? You know what I mean? That Rivers of Light, I think, could have had more um, Disney in there. Like it had a lot of like animals and like meaning of light and a lot of like spiritual type things. And it was like beautiful. But as far as like Disney itself, it didn't really have much like from the movies or like any kind of music or characters. So I think that kind of turned people off from it. My um, guess is something that I'm 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 guessing they're not gonna waste that auditorium. I'm guessing it will end up being something else. Um Yeah. I think it's important that Animal Kingdom has a nighttime show because it does keep people in the parks as well. Um For sure. but I'm guessing Disney are gonna take like a leaf out of their own book now and probably integrate some of the um Disney music films, shows, whatever into that. Yeah, because I think there's so much potential, you know, like Brother Bear, like things like every there's so many movies with animals that they could pop in there and make it so good so Um, what was your what was your like day-to-day working on rivers of light like well so basically it's a little random like you're kind of like well this is just a nighttime show so how do i do a whole shift show you know what i mean um but at the beginning of your shift you basically do like super greeting so everyone has their spots like around animal kingdom and for like a couple hours you're there to just talk to guests like answer questions like some people that are in front of the show gates answer more questions about like rivers of light itself um but honestly you're kind of like just like an animal kingdom cast member like you like walk you can like walk around guests like sometimes i would like walk to like the dance party area of animal kingdom we would just like dance with guests i love they kind of just like free reign like (laughs) let us like do our thing and trust that we're like making magic and helping people answering questions um so that's a little bit that's like the first couple hours and then there's two shows every night so there's a ton of different positions within rivers of light honestly probably if you were to count all the different ones like definitely over 20 different positions that you could be in so then you find out like where you'll be that night yeah um because there's two different sides to the stadium there's like the dino queue and the asia queue and the fast pass and everything like that so pretty much it's just like you find out where you're going and then you get pumped and you start doing your thing yeah Yeah. and i guess just i guess it's i'm like i said i've not been to um i've never seen rivers of love i guess it's similar to like phantasmic where the like it's like getting people in the mood like building the atmosphere as a cast member because it's just the pre-show is just as important as the actual show itself because if the people aren't pumped and having a good time they're not going to care when the show comes on at the end of the day Um, oh yeah absolutely but then to jump over to one of my favorite attractions, which is why I'm so excited to hear about it, is Everest. So um, what was it like working on that attraction again? Like what was your day-to-day working like? And, and also, interestingly, as you'd worked in a non-Disney theme park, how was it working as an attractions cast member in Disney over working in a different theme park? Oh my gosh. Well, that was like night and day. Yeah. Like <laughs> the basics is the same. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a roller coaster and a roller coaster, but like the magic just completely changes it. Um, 
working at Disney, like all the cast members just have it in their hearts. Like they want to be there. They're there to make the magic. Yeah. Um, whereas like at the other theme park I went to, people are just kind of like there to do the job. You know what I mean? Not super pumped, but at Disney, you just like, you just feel it from the guests too. Like yeah. how excited they are to be there. Um, so it was so, it was so exciting. And Everest is actually one of my favorite attractions at Disney. Cool. So when I saw that I was going to be there, I was like, yes, I was so excited. It's really the yeah. Jackpot. Oh my gosh. So excited. Um, and honestly, when I started at Everest, I was a little intimidated because there's also quite a few positions there and just the amount of different things that you have to be on top of, of like of interacting with the guests and being yeah. really happy and excited, but also like the amount of safety that you need for a pretty high intensity roller coaster. You kind of have to find that perfect balance in between. Yeah. Um, and the one position I was really scared of when I was training, I was like, oh my God, is the tower position. Cause you're in this room all by yourself with all of the monitors of all of the cameras. And you have like all these buttons and lights and everything. And it, it's like up to you to like press emergency stop if you need to. And you're by yourself or, with that. Yeah, literally. Wow. <laughs> or like if we have to do an emergency evac for any reason, it's like up to you to like unlock all of the keys and like yeah. make sure all the tracks are stopped so that all of the other cast members can like go in and get the guests out. Did you ever experience so, a ride stop or anything? Because that's one attraction I've never experienced a ride stop on. Yeah, I, um, most of the time, honestly, a lot of people, so whenever, I was never in tower for the ride stop, which I was happy. Thank about. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I was there for quite a few different reasons why we had to evacuate. A lot of cast members that work there love to go into the mountain whenever that happens, but I'm like very directionally challenged. So at the beginning of it, I would always be like, yeah, I can be the person that stays here and deals with the upset guests yeah. and because no one else wants to do that. So then I wouldn't really go into the mountain and I would like just hand out the fast passes for when they got off the ride to be like, sorry, that happened to you, you know. Um, but I think two times towards the end, I was like, OK, I'll go into the mountain. Yeah. And both times I went to like the highest point that we have and it's 27 flights of stairs. Yeah. <laughs> would be like running up the flights that's crazy and i'd get to the top and i'd be so winded and then they're like, like no it's okay, all fine everybody. the right can go it's good you can you can right? jump, <laughs> just jump on ali take a seat we're all gonna be you're fine. good you're good don't even worry about going back downstairs yeah <laughs> so was there like a certain point that the ride would always stop as like a safety thing then would it be would it i'm guessing it's the part where the yeti like the video of the yeti comes on and he like does that in my head that's where like a safe point to stop for the ride yeah, so there's actually five trains that are going all at once. Wow. So there's like five different spots that it stops that are like safe spots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely one of them where like the shadow of the Yeti is yeah. there. Um, so yeah, and then we would go to all those different spots, get everybody off, try to be like, which is actually honestly so cool because we never had to evacuate for something that was like, time sensitive like super it was just like oh the ride's maybe acting a little funky let's just stop it just to yeah, be sure so course. i would always just kind of make it like you get a behind the scenes of literally like the inside of 
Mount Everest. Honestly, like, it was it was that? my like it was my dream to be evacuated of Splash Mountain, and it very nearly happened once. And I've got mm-hmm. it on I've got it on like on a vlog that I did, and it was like the lights. I, I was like just taking a silly video, and then the lights turned on, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> and this was like three weeks before I left, so I was like, this is my dreams come true. And then all of a sudden, the boat started moving again, and I was like, no. <laughs> It's so That's funny how Disney movie. keynotes are like so up for like an evac, aren't they? It's, it's... Oh, I know. Whenever anything happens on anything, I'm like, yes, yes, yeah. we're going to evac. And then everyone else that I'm with, especially if they're not cast members, are like, why would you want that? Like, That's <laughs> the coolest thing ever. You get to see behind the scenes. So I'm guessing it is just like a really super vast like space that the attraction takes up like when it comes to a backstage area it must just be did you did you even manage to work your way around it by the end of it oh not even like I would just hope for the best when (laughs) with a couple times that I would go in there because I mean if you're like a if you're an opening or like a very very closing person you'll have to go in and do some checklists at the end of the day and stuff but I rarely had to do that. So I actually didn't even go into the mountain that right. much. But it's it's massive. Like when you go in there, you're like, it doesn't even look that big from the outside of how no. big it is in there. But it's so yeah, massive. It's nuts. I, lo- I think I think it's like it was one of the first rides that I ever rode at Disney World where I was like, wow, this is special. Like this is very impressive. Like even the whole scene, like at the end, where it's like, um, where you like obviously go backwards because the, yeah. the tracks have been lifted it's like oh my god but how's the yeti have they ever fixed the yeti or is that like what's going on with that <laughs> not that i know of like i mean maybe i should ask because i still have some friends that work there at yeah. the moment the whole entire time i was there it just did not work and i don't know why they were like no that's fine yeah, <laughs> we'll just I know. Fix the yeti. yeah the, like the amount of like money and capable people that disney has they were just like no the yeti's still. <laughs> it's fine it's just <laughs> yeah. he's just hanging there you know with yeah. his hand out, hanging out yeah <laughs> right how ter- i've never rode it when it's been like working from memory anyway but the thought that is like quite a scary part of the ride anyway so the thought of like a massive hand Damn. like draping towards you <laughs> just adds so I much know. so i hope they fix it but i have one last question on the attraction side of things because it's something i would mm-hmm. always ask when i'd ride everest and i'm sure the cast members hate it so you can confirm or deny <laughs> but can i sit on the back seats is that like a i hate you sort of question from a cast member <laughs> Um, a lot you could of people, be honest. You could be honest. <laughs> I would say it really just depends if it's super busy and we already have like a massive line. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> but honestly, I just expect it. So it didn't even really affect me that much. I was just like, the worst part was when people would be like, how many? And because we have to move so fast with, yeah, with the five course. trains and they'd be like, hold on. One, two, three, four. That's that. That was my. But pet you've movie. had thirty-five minutes to work right? this out. Why are you only For counting like two hours? You yeah. know what I mean? Like <laughs> that. That was my absolute pet peeve. But the back, back and front requests, I'm like, it's understandable, especially if this is like a once in a lifetime trip to Disney World. I want you to get the yeah, best experience. It, it definitely so. wasn't once in a lifetime for me, but I was always like, <laughs> I was like that's okay too. That's I'm okay too. The back. <laughs> um, but let's jump into Disney housing. RIP Disney housing, gone but never forgotten. Honestly. Would mm-hmm. be worth shouting out um, lovely Lauren at this point, Lauren's Floating Light, who um, has connected us. Um, she was your roommate when you were um, living at Disney World. So tell us about where you lived and what your general Florida experience was like uh, living at Disney World. Yeah, I lived in Vista Way. 
repping. <laughs> um, and it honestly wasn't as bad as everybody says it is. I was, I was fine with it. We were right. I think Lauren talked about this on her episode, but we were right by the pool. So that was yeah. nice. I would just like pop out, do some swimming. And I also usually only worked um, in the nights. So it was kind of a fun ritual to either like swim or go to the parks in the morning because I almost always had the mornings to just like hang out and do Chill my thing out, yeah yeah um but I loved living in Orlando for six months I love like the hot weather so I was like living for that and just being able to go to Disney every day was just a dream like unreal absolutely yeah. unreal and and did you so do you say you're originally from Minnesota I'm originally from Washington State. Sorry, originally from Washington yes. State. You studied in Minnesota, right? Yep. yep. That's where I was, I was like, I was like, I'm sure she's in Minnesota at one point. But yeah, I, you're like but somewhere yeah. in there. <laughs> so <laughs> that's obviously a very cold climate a lot of the time up in Washington State. Yeah. Um, what Did you feel like there were any differences in living in that city other than the weather? Or do you feel like it was pretty similar? Um, I mean, the the just like vibe and like look of everything is also very different like Washington is very like woodsy and lots of mountains and evergreens and Florida is like concrete (laughs) (laughs) and also honestly I didn't even explore Florida that much I was pretty much just like in my very small radius going to like my apartment Disney World and Universal Studios pretty much the whole entire time but I lived my best theme park life ever you've got to do it I think when you're there (laughs) that's the main priority like everything else can come after but as long as you like hit the theme park so much that you can have like a break because of a pandemic then it's fine you know oh right (laughs) (laughs) um guest experiences were there any guest experiences that stood out to you Ellie Oh, I always think about this. There wasn't really one necessarily that was just like the experience for yeah. me. Um, I mean, but I guess you've worked in very fast-paced attractions, to be fair. Like as much Rivers of Light is a is a show, it's still like getting people in and sitting them down and making sure everything's ready to go, you know? Yeah, and I definitely like at Rivers of Light before the show would start, you know, had some awesome conversations with people. Like when I had the time, I sometimes would talk to people for like an hour just about their life. Like some people, there'd be like grandparents, maybe like waiting for their families to do different rides. They would just kind of be standing alone and we would just like chat. And it was just, it was great. And I love like the different little kids that I would talk to and we would be like, They'd be like, is the Yeti real? And then we would like talk about the Yeti. And <laughs> and like as cast members, we're supposed to be like, no, it's not real. What are you talking about? Because we're technically like, you know, working for the for the train business. And of we're course. just sending people of on course. We yeah. don't know about the Yeti. So yeah. it's it's fun adding that like theatrical part, even yeah. though it's like a high intensity um roller coaster but I, love, I, you know, I think that's the main thing that in every position there's a chance to make magic even if it's not like a magical moment as such as like what people think of a magical moment uh, no matter what you're doing there's always a chance to like spread joy and make magic at the end of the day absolutely and even if maybe you had one of those like hard days kind of hard shifts like my friends and I walking to our cars at the end of the day would oftentimes like share different magical experiences that happened to each other. And so even if you maybe didn't have that one during your day, like you would hear about your friends and be like, that's amazing. And it would yeah. remind you like how cool of a place that you're making of magic course, at, you know? Of course. Uh, aside from the guests, was there a highlight of your program working um, for Disney World? Oh man, 
I think it really comes down to the people, like the people that I spent the time with and going to the parks and of course the food. I yeah. loved all the restaurants. Yes. Oh my gosh. Have you got and a favorite? I, Give me a favorite. Oh, it's so hard. Um, honestly, Tusker House. Tusker I, House, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I just like... I've never been, love, so... You should go. You should go. The characters are so fun there. I love their nice. little like safari outfits and yeah. the food is so good i love a good like disney buffet oh definitely you can go like mid-morning and yeah. then like you can get some snacks later but you're kind of like set for the day <laughs> you know what i mean totally agree totally agree but yeah i think i agree with you i think the pe- with that all the experiences are great at the end of the day like you could name you could list a whole bunch of them but without the people there'd be nothing right mm-hmm. honestly and i had like family and like friends come to disney to visit me and like some people that had never been to Disney and it was so fun like working there and having so much like insight of being able to show them things and yeah. give them an excuse to like make their way to Disney to visit me but also for me to like show them my world and like something that I've loved for my whole life oh, it's really special I love that yeah. um I've got one final question for you Ali and it's a tough one because I know we'd all love to be playing in the Disney parks right now but if you could go to any Disney park resort cruise line or Disney area anywhere Disney in the world right now where would you go and what would you do oh my gosh honestly I think I would probably just go back to Animal Kingdom because I haven't been since the end of my program and just like the thought of like walking up to Everest and like getting to ride it nostalgia right like Yes, and just like being like I'm back. Like the last time I was here, I was saying goodbye to my yeah. program. Like that would just like mean a lot to me to walk in there again. Amazing. Well, I can't wait for the next time you're able to do that. And and like like I we were know. saying, like as much as it's rough that we can't see our friends and we can't be at the parks right now, like when we can, it's gonna be the best feeling in the world. It really is. For real, it really is. But yeah, yeah. that's all we've got time for, Ali. But thank you so cool. much for coming on and sharing your Disney journey with me. Absolutely. Thank you. It was so fun. Of course. No worries. And again, big shout out to Lawrence Floating Lights. We love you. Yes. Uh, we love you. <laughs> um, but this has been another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast member. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, follow our Instagram, and listen to all of the other episodes because they're just as magical as each other. Keep spreading the magic, everyone, and bye for now.